0: So hi, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of The Purple Splash. My name is Zinesh and I'm from R&D Strategy and Ops. And today I am super excited to welcome one of the sweetest taskers that I know. Uh, please welcome Nar Gasparian. Hi, Nar. And firstly, I am sorry about this accent. Um, how, do, how can I say your name in, a, in the correct accent? <laughs> Hi, Ines. Nice to be
1: here. Thank you very much for inviting me. It is a pleasure, really.
0: My name is Nare, and I think you pronounce it quite good, so it's all okay. Okay, perfect. Um, so, now before uh, I introduce you, please introduce yourself because I think it's uh, it's easier this way, and you'll do it much better than I do.
1: <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm a mom. <laughs> I've got two kids. Uh, quite old already, 9 and 11 years old, they go to school, now they are at home, already grown up enough to stay at home by themselves alone, so I can come to our nice office in Armenia, happy to have it. Finally, it's really awesome, I wish other locations soon have the office as well.
0: Yeah, I think we all do. (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I am a software engineer with my background. I love my profession. I've been working in software engineering already 15 years. Uh, First 10 years I've been really much in the coding, then moved more into technical leadership, architectural role, and then more into people management. So now I'm, I'm a senior engineering manager within the Feedback product here in Armenia. We just started our first team, my first team. So we had previously two teams. And I finally, four months later, looking back, now we have the whole team set up. Team's name is Ares. I'm very proud of the team, really smart engineers and nice people to work with. So every day I wake up looking forward for coming to office and working with
0: them and building awesome products for TalkDesk. So, um, yeah, you're from Romania, right? Uh, Is this uh, is the first uh, international company that you work in? Or uh, what's what's been your background?
1: Uh, yeah, so I was a student and I suddenly end up in an Armenian startup, which was very lucky for me. I spent there 10 years of my career. It was like my child, the Monitis product, which is a website monitoring and we quite grew the product. And then but TeamViewer acquired monetis. Uh, and so I automatically become a part of the TeamViewer product. So yes, I've been working in international companies with TeamViewer uh, exponential growth uh, during last years. Now it's quite a big company. So I spent in TeamViewer about four or five years. Then I said, let's move on, <laughs> change some things. Also got the invitation from Togdes and here I am
0: yeah and uh, happy that you are here but uh, um let me know a little bit Amar how how do Armenian people um work you know in work environment how is the culture uh, of work is it too different um, from what you're seeing from the Portuguese and American uh, and the Chinese people Is, is it very different
1: so it's very different from German people because i worked a lot. It's very much alike to Portuguese. And uh, I don't know much about American. American friends uh, who work in TalkDesk, they are very much similar to Portuguese because I think that TalkDesk was founded in Portuguese, uh, Portugal, and all this culture of TalkDesk is based on Portugal culture. And it's very warm. In Armenian culture is also very, very, warm. So when you call someone, you always put a John, uh, like Ines John, not a John, David John, you always want to make the conversation warmer and taking care of each other. How was your day? Really asking, just not putting that question. How was your family? Was your mom okay? Did you take COVID now? So these are the questions that are usually asked in Armenia. And I see that uh, similar culture in portuguese which is very dear to my heart and it's easy to work here that's very welcoming
0: that's great uh by the way john you told me this a couple of weeks ago it's like uh, deer right yes 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 yes,
1: it's like deer (laughs) but in english it's a little bit official or uh,
0: you don't use it that much here you use it what? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, so, uh, Armenia also has one of the highest percentages of women in tech, right? Yeah, thirty percent. You were saying. Um, why do you think that happens? Um, do like schools have specific programs for girls, you know, to get engaged in this, the tech scene, or how how do you explain this? What's your perspective?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting topic. So for me, uh, listening topics like woman in tech, Why is it even a topic? Like everybody is in tech, Why separating women from men. So there is no specific programs for women. We don't even talk much about it. Like when you have kids, you give the same, they choose to be a programmer just because they love math. Now some schools are adding programming classes, informatics, something like that, but it's not in all public schools, some private schools. So I was thinking about that question because it comes uh, up quite often. And maybe because during Soviet Union uh, years, when Armenia was part of the Soviet Union, like mathematics, physics, this uh, science was very much developed in Soviet Union and specifically in Armenia. So we had very great scientists here. And math is the basics of the informatics, like the software engineering. And we had a crisis after Soviet Union was ruined. All these countries which fell apart, Armenia, Azerbaijan, I don't know, Georgia, everybody had a lot of difficulties. uh, one of the areas that we found that's easy to get job in and to be successful it was the software engineering so everybody mathematicians physici- physicians <laughs> physics they all started to adopt this software engineering and i also remember when i was at school we didn't live very well uh, it, it was all Armenian, like that, and I was like thinking, fifteen years old. Which profession should I choose so that I can become successful? And <laughs> like, I can be a software engineer. And my mom told me, if you like mathematics, then you would love the software engineering. I didn't have even a PC at my house. I didn't know how to turn on the PC, <laughs> but I loved math. And entered the software engineering department here at Polytechnical University and thanks to my parents I graduated in lofty and uh, fall into this Armenia startup Monitis, which again. Uh, brought me a lot of luck and success and. Yeah, that, it was that's good
0: start. very cool uh, that uh, women, you know, like uh, that it's really equal, right? Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman and uh, you'll have the same opportunities. But um, what, what's the I am I'm, I'm, I'm clueless on this, but um, how is gender equality uh, seen and perceived there uh, in Armenia? Uh,
1: so in Yerevan and um, uh, Yomri or other bigger cities, so. The problem of Armenia is very much concentrated on the Yerevan, so the capital. And the other cities are smaller, less developed. So in Yerevan, this is not actually a problem, equality. But outside of Yerevan, I would say, yes, maybe we have some that kind of problems. We are struggling with it. We have lots of NGOs working on the direction to make it equal. But within Yerevan, uh, I don't really see any problems with equity
0: okay that, no no that's 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 cool and then that's really you know something that uh other countries should look for and uh it's yeah it's very interesting to see things like that um but also uh you were also telling me that remote work was already a reality uh even before the pandemics right uh with uh, can you can you Tell me a little bit uh, more about that. You were talking about kids and moms and uh, remote working and software. So uh, yeah, h- how was that? And how's uh, how's that thing for you there?
1: Yeah, it was interesting. We all were students in the moneties company. And then it was the beginning of the um, uh, hype of this software engineering in Armenia. Uh, 2005, 2006, and most of the people in the room in Moniti's product were girls. And like one day I asked my team lead, okay, we get married, we have kids. What are you going to do with the product? Why are you hiring girls? Why don't you hire boys? And he said, boys need to go to an army and you would have your kids and come back earlier (laughs) even then the boys, because army, you need to serve there for two years, and you can have kids and be back in a few months, and so our company culture was that you just have to do your job, they gave me my computer, I took it home, and I could stay and take care of both of my kids, and do my job, also in Armenia, usually parents, like grandmas of my uh, grandmas of my kids help a lot. You could have also a nanny, but my husband's mother or my mother could uh, usually come and help me with kids. So we managed it. And because the CEO of our company, Monetis, Hovanes Avoyan, who is now the founder and CEO of Pixar? which by the way, <laughs> yesterday they became Unicorn as well. This is the first Armenian uh, company which became Unicorn. It was founded hey. here. Yeah, now headquartered in San Francisco, but like Talkdesk, founded in Portugal, headquartered in San Francisco, very similar to I've got lots of friends working in there. We were really happy. Our community was happy for Pixar. So this man, Hovane Savoyan, had a great influence on the culture here in Armenia. So in his companies, uh, everybody had this flexibility of working from home. Even he could provide you some internet, uh, solve your internet problems if you had ones so that you could work from home. And then looking one to another, the culture became that way so that moms could work from home for at least one year or sometimes even two years. But it's not an easy thing to do. That's not a, That's why I don't want to have the third child now. Everybody tells me, um, why don't you have the third child? No, it was good, but it was really hard, really. Now my life is balanced. I know when my work starts and when my work ends. With kids at home and doing remote, like it's 24 hours or home kids and work and you don't you don't know when to stop so it's quite difficult but important and very helping in building your career so when i was 25 i was already a team lead i had two kids so people used to joke that i'm 35 because i have two kids
0: and i'm a team lead but you yeah, know i was 25 <laughs> that's awesome and uh, and it's it's funny and it's cool is it normal that uh women start their own family so early well yeah it is yeah, early for now, right yeah 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 <laughs> is, it okay. is it uh normal in, in Armenia doing that because for right. instance most of my friends I'm 29 right now and I still don't have kids and you know like 95 percent of my friends still don't have kids so
1: yeah so so we feel the same thing here in armenia now i have lots of fri- friends uh, ex-colleagues which were my team members they are now getting married <laughs> about yeah. 30 years old so and again it's yerevan and uh, the more people are busy with work they forget <laughs> more about family they want to build their career and then to get married i think it it's the same in all countries with the development of the countries. I don't know if this is good or bad, but this kind of things come around and family does not become the highest priority as it used to be, for example, 50 years ago. Yeah. But still, uh, family is an important thing in Armenia, and they think of getting married and having kids, but not as crazy as me getting married and having two kids. <laughs> but I'm very happy, honestly, uh, with what happened to me. No, yeah.
0: Um, I always wanted to have my first kid when I was 25. It never happened, but you know, it was what I wanted to do in, like, in my early 20s. so. <laughs> so
1: so yeah life is different for different people and there is no good or bad you just have have to catch the chance that you have absolutely run it
0: yeah absolutely i still have one more question for you because you also mentioned that you loved cooking and that armenia is very famous for its cooking so um to learn a little bit more about that because i i love food and i love cooking too um so what what do you usually eat there um you know tell me what you have for breakfast and for lunch and for dinner i want to know all all about it
1: (laughs) Oh, oh 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 very interesting uh when i was just starting traveling to different european countries i was wondering if there is there are specifics But i found out that all the hotels provide the same breakfast so we are now all very very international i would say everybody eats eggs pancakes and coffee and croissants uh, for the breakfast so i would not say that for example breakfast is any different
0: uh, from any other country
1: even at home do you have that yeah 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 sure absolutely okay and uh, it depends on the person. I'm a breakfast person, so I eat breakfast and then go to uh, office. office. Um, I don't know. My Lots of my friends just have a cup of coffee and then come and are already very hungry at 12 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do have a lot of good uh Armenian uh, dishes, which we eat mostly at the dinner, yeah, that could be also lunch, like dolma is very popular. Uh, You put the meat and the rice into the leaves of the grapes and turn it down, yeah, and a little bit water and it boils. I need to show it, I cannot explain (laughs) (laughs) that very well. But what's very interesting now in Armenia, Armenian um, cooks, cook not only Armenian food very well, they cook Chinese food, Russian food, I don't know, the Indian food. Our Chinese food tastes much better than even China for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tourists really now come, not only for Armenia being so ancient country, Armenia, as you might know, we is the first Christian country in, in the world we adopted Christianity. The first, we have very many old, very beautiful churches, and the nature is awesome here, like the mountains covered with the forest is like Sweden uh, or Alps, I don't know, it's really nice. So recent years, about 10, 15, they are coming also to eat the tasty food that we are providing in here. So, and also the cafes and restaurants that you would go here in Yerevan, they are, amazing just amazing you go and look at the design how they design the bathrooms in armenian restaurants are the best really <laughs> yeah so i've been in more, uh, really many developed very much more developed than Armenian countries. And a cathedral is just something, a place that you could grab something to eat and go. You could, of course, find a five-star restaurant to go in the evening, of course. But on daily basis, where you go for a lunch, it's just some place to eat. In Yerevan, it's not. It's all fancy, very beautiful. <laughs> and that's what I think tourists also like. It's but very nice, and very tasty.
0: That's cool. So, I had so many more questions, but uh, I think that for now, uh, this is it. And then I, I want to give you, and I want you to come here again. And, you know, uh, we need to explore so many more things about Armenia. Um, but for now, just thank you so much, Narf, for joining us today. And then, uh, yeah, guys, uh, see you on the next episode. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for inviting me, Ines. It was a pleasure to talk about Armenia. Thank you so much. Stay well. Bye-bye.